follows now a history of Gwyn Huntley with ASE and Beck. Well, I spent time. Now everyone's sleeping in a tea room. Um, Did you ever have to work in lost property or anything? No, I didn't actually. But I have found it was a bit of a joke because a lot of property used to get lost there. Um, the parcel, the parcel, the parcel stand <laughs> was one of the funny things. You'd be, I think I told you about this. You're sorting mail as you, and you throw fragile parcels out and they smash. And you throw it and you miss and it goes over the edge of the platform, you know, and into the ditch. <laughs> and, um, you put the parcels at the wrong end of the platform right up the other end so you've got to walk all the way up. <laughs> you do that Glenn Huntley for the German woman has to walk. She's always in a very good mood, that woman. She's <laughs> hilarious. Parcel can revving along at something incredible. I used to always have arguments with that woman up there, you know, about putting the bike in the bike compound. And one day, I think the first day I was on the job, I'm in this parcel van, I open the door, I've got this cap on, and that woman looks at me and goes, ooh. Yeah, I still had my bike in the station, I think. But, um, yes, the, um, the beacon song. Um, yeah, what else was funny there? Uh, yeah, had a look at the signal boxes. Oh, on a hot day, a really hot day, you'd have to go around with a bucket of water and pour buckets of water on the rails or on the sleepers. They just start to smoulder for some reason. And I had to walk right out of that viaduct to go to cross the river. Cross the river? He says, <clears throat> oh, some guard reported that the rails were on fire, so I had to fill up a bucket of water and walk across this thing. And Oh, you mean that steel thing all with hundreds and thousands of volts floating across it? I suppose that's it. So what's a wire? sort of a, a cage sort of... Mm. Oh no, not not that side of it. It went across the river. It was there's actually a train bridge. Uh, anyway, I had to go and pour water on all these uh, rails. Uh, and I had a look at the signal box. They're very interesting. The signal boxes. There's all these little things going ding 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 ding, and then no one's taking any notice. <laughs> and these. No wonder you're Yard and you go, Stone Clerk, Lou, Stone Clerk. Yeah. 
This is the fangs in the land of the rain, the fangs in the land of the rain, and it's spreading the rain in the mall, and then the grapery is then the grapery. And it's got that sort of boxy wooden sound. Yeah. Funny thing happened to me once. No, I'd, uh, I'd better not say no. Um, the old Zephyr microphone stuck inside the... Well, I reached my hand in there and pushed the key down hard, and it stayed, stayed stuck down, you see. And then the mic was open, so I went down into the platform where there was a speaker, and you hear all these station people talking, and they're swearing and carrying on. And all these people are looking up the speakers and going, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they hear the train come through the speaker, you know, it's rattling down the line. And, uh, I used to like it when I, I was actually on a, on a platform at weekends, they'd put me on up there on the little control booth, you know, in Flint Street. Oh, yeah. Those new ones that you can look over everyone like I've been in a big aircraft control room mm. and he'd say stay in clear please stay in clear stay in clear <laughs> all these people are looking up and I, I bent the gooseneck neck around <laughs> and stuck it stuck it out the louver windows <laughs> to cause feedback but it didn't come on say Hey there, people. Did you know the train is coming? The train is coming. I'll be telling your way right now. <laughs> Look, you can do so much if you're... And all these people think it, it could be a way of, of of getting more people on the trains, couldn't it? <laughs> you play hot music to it all the time. Through those tinny speakers. You know what kind of music you'd play. Train. <laughs> <laughs> You play a syncopated clock. They should have a turntables up there so that the, the railway man can play records. The old on the old. Each platform would be trying to compete and have louder and different. So then they start getting compressors and things. To the point that you're standing on the other side of the Yarra River on the Alexander Avenue and you can hear all these mixed up noises. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose if they could do, they could have a... <laughs> everyone's up in the, in the signal box. Biscuits would go on the shortest line of the kill line. <laughs> well, that would suit him too, that line. Oh, yeah, it's destroyed. Um, yes, that's where it finishes. Mm. Uh, what was I going to say? Yes, it's quite... Um, what else was in those control boxes? In the old ones, you know, they have those indicator lamps. They had each each in, each station had a switch, you know, you've got Batman station and all this, and you switch them all on. And you had to read the timetable, and of course oh, you're supposed to know which train stop where. Mm. And you're clicking all these fluorescent lights on and off, and people don't know what's going on. And what do do? The train arrives at the station, and you know how they stop at the station for about five minutes? Yeah. Well, while it's in there, you know darn well it's going to Dandenong, not Frankston, so you put on the Frankston sign. So when everybody's in it, you suddenly turn it over to Danny and there's all these people inside that end up going to... Well... <laughs> and so when... When somebody complains about it, you say, Well, that's fine, it's going to Danny. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's quite interesting. I remember I used to... I thought I was on platform 8 or something. I was on the other platform. And I kept announcing the train for that platform on the... Uh, the next one down mm. and every time I finished the announcement all these people would be running down those stairs <laughs> it, it got reported back that something funny was going on <laughs> they'd go over there and the guy would tell them to come back here and 
I had to get I had to, I had to t tell him that I apologies that we've been giving the wrong announcements. You regret you get to see the announcement from the station. <laughs> yes, Jeff Walker. We regret that this, this announcement has been incorrect. We apologise and we return you to your travelling pleasure. <laughs> or you hear, please stand by. Yes, Walker goes, Frankston, please stand by. We get this disruption to our announcement. It will be resumed as soon as possible. Frankston, I'm Oh, what a laugh. <coughs> and then after the announcement's finished, you da 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 Please stand by. Yeah, the, um... Big yours? Yes, if you're a railway man, you can do lots of things. You can... You can put a ca 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 capacitor mic there instead of the, uh, the Zephyr. <laughs> Have that high fire sounding. Have high fire speakers everywhere. Speaking and going. Frank, parting on platform seven. I I try to put S's and things, but just comes out as just doesn't come. There's definitely microphone just has a bit. Well, did you ever try and cup your hands over the microphone, make it sound all revolting, so nobody can understand what you were saying? I once. I once talked like like. What most people talk like. Oh. <laughs> and look, what do you do? There'd be two blokes in there talking, you know, and you'd 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 stand in front of the mic, and you'd put your hand behind your back and push the key down, so it's being broadcast, and people all look up and <laughs> and people are walking down the platform. So you, you turn the mic and you go, you tap it, and it goes, hear this echo all around the station. <laughs> One day I, I put a book on the key so I'd stay down. I walked down the end of the platform to hear what I could hear. Because mm. all the clocks in there are all out of whack with each other. Are they? Yeah. And nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. And I like the way people, they come flying, they see a train. <laughs> any train. Why? Any train. Just <laughs> sitting there. They come running. It raises high heels on. <laughs> Flung on an incline <laughs> from Swansea. <laughs> this is that trip over, and all the shopping goes flying across the platform. Yeah. They're packing it, they're going to miss the train. <laughs> but she's about the only exercise I get off. People, you see these little kids are about 10. The train starts up, so they come flying down the ramp. They're running along beside the door, trying to open it and climb on it. And the man's staying. Stand clear! Please stand clear! Stand clear! You're running along at full speed, they grab them, babe. Just that poor ass. <laughs> <laughs> like the guard's going, looking all perturbed, blowing his whistle. And uh, <laughs> the announcer's going, stand clear, stand clear! <laughs> the announcer. <laughs> Do you suppose you could say, you get a job at some station and say, have you had any experiences in that? Oh, yes, I was an announcer. Caulfield, Flinders Street, and <laughs> hit the big time at Flinders Street. <laughs> Wouldn't be bad if you were put in charge of a station that didn't have a system, like Turak or something. You just have to, I suppose you could put your own there. <laughs> well, actually, you know, a lot of those stations have got speakers, but they never get used. Mm. Maybe they just don't know how to work. Uh... Well, I, know, I thought, well, South Yarra and Caulfield may always use theirs. Mm. 
They don't really need to use them, but I suppose they think it's fun. I like the way it's cool field. They've got that little boot. <laughs> they close the door. There's indicator boards outside. This is what platform. It says, next train to Flinders Street will leave, and it's got platform. <laughs> it's got one speed <laughs> 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 There's only one light globe in there, so it's... <laughs> Those indicators are very useful, aren't they? <laughs> All the numbers go. <laughs> <laughs> Next train at platform two, three. The last. Half the time they're wrong. Yeah. Mm. They never get changed. Mm. I don't know where the rock is. I've probably forgotten where the switch is. Probably where that were in 1936. Cool. Clogged up. <laughs> Thanks, switch. Uh, it is funny in that Caulfield thing, you got that big funny speaker pointing down the ramp, and as you walk up you hear, Next train stop in all station. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's quite hilarious. This train is not going, repeat it, not going. Yeah, they, they yell at it and people keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> and the man's got to come along and tell them to, you know, the train is not going. You know what happens if they get in one of them? They end up in the middle of the railway yards and they just leave the train there and they've got to walk all the way back over the rails and... when you get in there you always train with those platforms up in the railway yards and those guys supposedly sweeping them you know those little blue bags oh, they don't do a very thorough job <laughs> sometimes I've only ever seen it once they tell you not to get in the train for five minutes while they clean it out yeah mm. I don't know why mm. this train is not going it's got this sign with the mm, arrow that's pointing that's going <laughs> Where's that? You say to it, it's, it's not going. Yeah. So they say, well, how are you going to move it then? We'll just say that to them one time, they go, well, I do not understand. This is about it too. This train not going. <coughs> well, they have <coughs> some platform thing, you know, it's, um, uh, yeah, it's quite interesting, those indicator boards. Oh, it's uh, really hilarious. I've always wondered which platform they're meant to choose from when they've just got the one light glow inside. <laughs> sure. mm. Yes, that portal station is quite uh, interesting. Because they just recently painted the brickwork, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. I can't, can't really remember. Uh, yes, but yes, it's, it's a shame. How do you look? platform. Which one is this? Which one? They, one of the platforms they never use. The country one? Yeah. Mm. It never gets used. Only the country use. 
He said that in all sound race days when they could release thousands of doors along the side of some numbers. <laughs> you get herded like cattle into the, the, the racetrack. It's like the showground. Yeah, it's a pretty popular place, I believe. Mm. Never been there myself, actually. To where? To the race course, except to no, pick yabbies. Yabbies? I don't like them, they bite. <laughs> Hello, someone's, someone's causing, causing fear into you. Yes, the uh, the race course. Um, course, it'd be funny one day. Did you know if you had one of those jetpack things on your back, if you stayed in the train, yeah, and, and the train started to take off, you get splattered against the back wall of the carriage. Yes, you would. There's, there's no momentum there. Funny. Yeah, you might get hit them on their lamps hanging down or bent, caught on a seat that sticks out. <laughs> like those old country trains with all the buttons on the seat. <laughs> and all the, half the buttons have been ripped out <laughs> in the crows of the cat. That's <laughs> mm. no, funny, the trains. Or else do not use the bathroom while it's trains in, in the space. Or it's soap suds all over the press form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's amazing the system works so well. All the signals that go up and down at the right time, and the gap man goes ding, 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 ding. Of course, that's going to be all gone. It's a pity, really, isn't it? It is. I must take some photos. I wanted to take a photo of the old squash courts. You were too late. Too late. There's now an S without the squash. There's a funny. I don't suppose you remember when that was a picture theatre. No, yeah. you remember when I went there once, I was very, very young. Oh. Then it got changed into Squash Centre. I played squash there once. Yeah, now I never played squash there. All I remember is you went upstairs and there was a sort of secret club that you never went into. It. That's right. There's all these, these, these ping pong tables. And, and I remember the trampolines. That's right, I went in the trampoline once. Oh, yeah. And of course, they had that bowling. There used to be a bowling machine there. Oh, yeah. And you used to press all the pins in and get the thousand score or something. <laughs> get that next to game. Certainly that that township up there is changing a lot, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's all being pulled to bits. Yes. Um, what else is... Are the rip-off electrical merchants on the corner still there? <laughs> he, his shop will have to go, of course, won't it? I don't... I think It could be the other side, because... I think they're only starting the other side of Glen Huntley for three rails. Uh... No, what, what I think they might be doing... You know how there is already a third rail as far as Neerham Road? In fact, as far as the goods... As, as far as the the, um, the railway yard, did. Yeah. <laughs> they virtually only have to build... They'd have to rip down one side, and it could be the side with old COR because that side's got the station street on it. Yeah. So they'd have to rip down old Rollins with the, the old sign on the back that says Snoopin. <laughs> and those buzzing fluorescent lights inside. <laughs> They're the first model of fluorescent lights that were built of them. <laughs> and of course you look in there, there's a notice board outside the station when you go into it. And it's got this Cliffs International... <laughs> Look, every time I, I walk out of there, I think, Cliffs, how many years has it been there? It's all yellow. 
what else? Oh, there's, there's a, the bloke who takes portrait pictures. <laughs> He's got an advertisement oh, next, yeah. next to the toilet. <laughs> It's a, quite a popular station, Glen Huntley, actually. Yeah. We'll have to, have to publicise Glen Huntley Station and the staff, your smiling German woman, and the other woman who's, who's smiling, and the, 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 the long, tall bloke who, who, who sells your tickets after the trade stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's so casual. He changes it to the Dora. He's sitting out there talking, or drinking coffee or something. And the bloke, there's another bloke, the assistant, is, is getting ready to slam the gate. He's standing at the thing going, <coughs> coughing the gas at the train, getting the train yeah. just rolling. Oh, of course, if some fairly good-looking female walks up to that, you know, service quickly. Oh, yes. And then, of course, <laughs> if you were in front, it doesn't really matter. You, you get put behind them. <laughs> You hear ding 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 ding, and you go. Like, <coughs> oh, then, then you look look at the platform. Here's this ancient red thing with the yellow light on the front bit to roll up. And um, you see, uh, well, he's in there writing out books or papers or something, and he just sits there. <laughs> sitting there, and he sort of looks towards you just to say, "Why are you?" <laughs> then then he finally says, "Yes." <laughs> That other gate door is always closed, isn't it? The other ticket window. That's right, I've never seen that open. Apparently, it does open up in peak in the morning. They start, really. They, they, they sell weekly tickets and things like that. Oh, I see. I've never seen it open. And things yeah. like that news yeah. agency there, you only ever see it open. Yeah, I've seen it open a couple of times. That little old news agency man's in there and he locks it all up again. But, um,. Yeah, I think it's a very good station, especially the clean way they keep their, their toilets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's been there a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Obviously. But it's good to have it there because it means if, you, if you're you dying and you're in Glen Huntley, yeah. you just walk in there. That is good. It's very yeah. convenient. That's <laughs> what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a convenience. It's a convenience factor. I guess. They must have a staff toilet inside that nice wooden building with the goods. It says, it says, it says um, parcels. <laughs> the door hasn't been open for 50 years. It's all painted over. And so you actually can walk in there. Can you? Yeah, I went in there one day and just sort of a little counter thing. Oh. And these racks inside of parcels. With Roland written on it. And <laughs> they've got a permanent rack, I think. And Roland. You've never seen anyone in there. Not really, that's a fairly antiquated shop. Those guys happened that used to be in Elsinore because they used to have the... <laughs> 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 standing there and all of a sudden you hear this... <laughs> you look overhead and it's a plane, no, it's a flying cash, <laughs> cash machine. Here's... <laughs> And a man up the top counter who was in control of all the finances. Cool, cool That's right. Had a picture of Haddams in nineteen in eighteen twenty or something, and he'd 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 pick up and pull the money out and put in some change in here. <laughs> 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 
good they have them. And at the back end, really at the back, they'd have a they'd have a big portrait of a hat or something, wouldn't they? Um, Someone's hat, some type of hat. A Cobra hat. Cobra. <laughs> and the floor, you'd walk halfway up the shop, then it'd go right up in an angle and. Oh, what fun shops it was. What are the local localities, can we... Briskens, what you can say, all sorts of things like I've never been there, actually. It's a great place. Uh, Ooh, how about the opposition to Theo? Ah, uh, you mean the guy who's... Always wrong. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I went in there for some old radios one day. <laughs> in the door and said, can you give me some old radios? <laughs> What did he say? He said, ooh, I don't think so. I'll give you this one for $2, though. <laughs> Smash that thing in the plastic cabinet. One of those Mickey Mouse men. <laughs> Look, those guys, they're always trying to get money, aren't they? That's right. That Theo place. He he just ripped people off. <laughs> I went there to buy a resistor once, and it cost about $2. <laughs> That's right. You go in there, you go in to get a transistor from the place, and of course they haven't got it, so they order it from Radio Pad. Mm-hmm. And they look up their catalogue and, and look at the price, price is one dollar. So then they say, oh, that'll be five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit that a certain place I used to work for did exactly the same thing. <coughs> um, what was interesting once, when I was at school, myself and a few other chaps, we built up this big chassis, it was just junk. Mm. It took about five minutes to stack all old meters and dials and trans- burn out transformers in it. And it had two big handles. We walked into Theo's and banged on their glass desk. And that bald that guy, you know, he walks up and he says, Hello? I said, Oh, we want this fixed. And he says, Ah, uh, what's wrong with it? I said, Oh, well, we don't know. We want you to fix it. And he goes, Oh, uh, I'll get the technician. And he he go out and... And a technician comes in and he's white over with all sorts of we'd, we'd like you to fix this. And he has a look and he says, Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and, he's, and we uh, said something like, We don't, you know, we just bought it, we want it fixed and you know, tell us what it does. And he says, Well, it looks like some army transmitted to me and we don't touch them. <laughs> so he lifted the thing up and took it back out again. You <laughs> put a glass disc, you just put things on it. <laughs> and uh, of course, at least they've got a nice colour TV to watch when you walk across the road now. You can oh, yes. oh, except they're all bang, those ones. Are they? Yes. Not as good as a man fed man. Man. <laughs> 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 you yeah, well, could go and buy a paper, buy a paper bag, I suppose. Oh, they're only okay, though. They're not very good. They're just okay. <laughs> They sit there going, that type of bag machine goes bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and it says, caution, or it says, no no entry or something in there, and all inquiries to office. You're waiting for the tram, and you hear, bang, 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 bang. There used to be a barber shop. It would have been where Manfred was. That's right, yeah. Paul the barber. Did you ever go to him? No. He oh, never got any, <laughs> he never got any customers much. He used to sit in an easy chair. I used to go in there occasionally and hear in the, behind the wall here, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and he had this Mickey Mouse radio on the desk that he used to listen to a certain station all the time. Right. And um, one day it was all, it all, it was all, I'm a bench, you're <laughs> 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 <laughs>
And I said, oh, you have some trouble with the radio. He says, ooh, it did burn up or something, he said. And it, apparently it all, yeah. It, uh, if you smell the inside of that OK paper bag factory, yeah, it hasn't got a nice sort of smell. It hasn't. It has. It has. Like a paper bag. <laughs> it's got a funny sort of smell. Mm. Yes, maybe <laughs> the factory's around. Where? Have you seen that laboratory place down in um, down Huntley Road, down near between uh, down near Kuyong Road? certain laboratories near that park, Hopeton Park. Oh, yes, yes. With the, the funny brick front. That's right. What's the name of them? Oh. I, I used to work there. I worked there for four months, I think. Five months. Oh, what's that name? <laughs> I think I used one of their ointments one day. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I... Look, that place had a strange smell. They used to mix up all these funny things in there. And <clears throat> Mr. Boppenheimer, or whatever his name was, he used to run it. Uh, he had, um, <clears throat> he, uh, <clears throat> he used to make all these creams, and I used to mix them all up. And <laughs> that was a fun place to work for a while, until I didn't like the way I worked. Oh. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, this other chap joined the workforce, who was a fairly young bloke, and um, we used to have, we used to have skin cream fights in the backyard with tubes of cream that's <laughs> squirting with each other. <laughs> and you know those little plastic bowl balls of hair shampoo? Uh -huh. You'd step on them and they'd squirt around. <laughs> and um, the funny, they had a conveyor belt of funny skin cream and you'd put a little, and that funny little hopper thing you pour all the cream in it fills up bottles and you'd fill things up funny and clamp the ends on and all <laughs> What a laugh. And, uh, hmm. Oh well, so much for them. Still got a bottle of their stuff you put it in the bath or something, it's supposed to relax your muscles. Oh, hey. Mm. Radox. <laughs> it's not actually radox, no, it's no, be the opposition or something like that. But, uh, mm. But, um, you know, typical, when they, when they sent me away, <laughs> they didn't pay me properly. Oh, they didn't pay me holiday pay and all this sort of stuff, and we had to complain to the, to the, to the government department, and, they, and then about six months later, this little letter comes back from them and says, Dear David, my accountant, I'm going through my books, realised we had made a mistake. <laughs> I've still got the letter somewhere here. He says, we, we admitted to pay you, it worked out to be about $70 holiday pay and sick pay. Uh, and, of mm. course, I'm sure if he didn't ha hadn't got nudged by the department, he wouldn't have, <laughs> his accountant wouldn't have gone through the books. <laughs> uh, his son, actually, was, was interested in, in radio. He could quite possibly be interested. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that's the truth, you know, we haven't mentioned any particular place. No, just If you see it in a Grantley Road, a brick building, a brick, an old shop with a brick front and funny <laughs> letters standing out and metal in the thing. That's not the TB knitting mill. Well, no, where are they? Down the road from there, isn't it? Oh, they are PB knitting mills. And, and that Ryan Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I went to buy a meter in there, there's a, a nice RF amp meter. 
And I said, how much did he say? Oh, $30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yellow. And That's the place with the fish tanks. Something like that. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff in there. Run at home. Run it. He's got an antique box in there, but he doesn't sell it. That's right, yeah. One of the interesting shops over there around the place. Oh, the auction rooms are quite interesting. Oh, SMLN. Yeah. Please don't bring up these brands, these names of the watches. The, um, you can always go and have a look and see what equipment they're selling and turn the knobs and. Oh, that's sick. They're not all sick, anyone. You open up the back and. They don't sell very good stuff, only sell old TVs that are so ancient you wouldn't want to buy them. Anymore. Plus, you're on old furniture and old Astor Mickey <laughs> mouse radios and <laughs> glass cabinets. and <clears throat> I bought a coffee percolator there once, I think. Uh-huh. I know. I'll tell you what I bought. I bought an old battery valve radio for a dollar and uh, I took it home mm. and uh, it was in perfect condition. I turned it on. One of the high tension had been left on, and all the batteries had gone mouldy. But actually, it took one high tension battery out and only run it in one, and it worked. Actually, worked. Oh. But it went out the window, and I pulled the speaker out of it, so <laughs> it was pretty useless. But um, yeah, well, of course, um, there's always a certain record bad in the instrument. Oh yeah, they always had a, that's got a speaker out in the street. That plays what we offer over here. It was looks over. That's right. Mm. Oh, yeah. What other prices are there? Oh, there's, there's, is it Funny Place? What's it called? Tudor Radio or something? Halfway between, mm. between Hawthorne and Kuyong. I think I might have seen it, yeah. In a funny sort of building. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, I've never been in there. I don't know what, what, what moment of the of it. But, uh, I certainly think Theo is a classic rip-off merchant, though, especially Mr. Theo himself. Oh, well, he's about 95. <laughs> he, well, yeah, I don't know if he knows much about him. Oh, he probably doesn't. I think he just sits there and counts money. He, he lives up very close. He lives up Normand. Yeah. Very close to the place we were looking at one time. Oh, yeah. He's... Um, I wonder. No, I don't think. We ought to go down there one day and see if I've got any winner for that. We'll record some stock. I certainly wouldn't buy them from there. I wouldn't put the decorations in and I got ripped off. <laughs> I can imagine. They don't, they don't know. They don't know what discount or or sale means at that place. And they play it on their old Linmark amplifier with the old AWA speaker stuck over the door, which is second-hand dealer. <laughs> in Coles, they have the cheapest player you could buy, about a $12 thing, with this plastic arm, with a plastic cartridge, I think, and plastic speakers, and <laughs> no tone, just distorting, and they... They just get records off the shelf and start playing them, so we end up getting a record. I must admit, I've bought some from Coles, and they're obviously grunched, they've been played in those sort of things, you know. And you shouldn't mention any brand names. I bought them from gold. That's Yeah, I bought some. Just some certain large chain of stores. This is no worse than poetry. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 
who is doing that? I'd like to know. Because we'd like to see who it is. So if you want to ring, ring. But look, fella, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. I'm here. And of course you've got Mr. Ross, the, the, the lock maker down the hill. Ross. <coughs> You're doing that, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> Ross. Have you ever been to the tram depot to get a timetable? No, I've never been in there. It looks like quite a funny place. Well, you go, go in one day. There's a door that says <laughs> <laughs> concession tickets. There's this huge room. Yeah? It's completely empty. <laughs> and you go in and you press on the counter, there's this bell. And you press it and you hear this faint tickle. And this grumpy old person will come out and unlock the window and say, Yes! So you just ask for a timetable. Uh, I can imagine it would be too. This is a repeat of what I had previous. And of course, there used to be that old total service station on the hill that that went a few years ago. On the hill. You know, it's now it's now a certain car place. Don't think I know that one. <clears throat> Haven't been down there, down Next there. To the, the funeral directors. Um, you, mean, you mean the ones with the, the, the directors with the mauve with the purple lights? Oh no, no. Or the one that used to be a, uh, the one that's not very far from here? The one that's not very far from here. Yeah, I know the one. There's a car place there. There is? Yeah. Total. I don't know. Oh, I knew this used to be an old Rickers or something there. Oh, I don't know much oh, about it. Oh, that's still there. Uh, and remember that, you know where the BP station is now? Yeah. Remember how there used to be an old garage there with all these old pumps Look, with different brands? Tell you the truth. If you're listening down there, uh, uh, yes, certain my, my old man used to always buy his petrol there. Uh-huh. He said, it's not a not some big company, you know. And there used to be every brand, Neptune and, all the pumps. and Atlantic and <laughs> Caltex. And, <laughs> and the, the old man guy there, he, you know, he's half gone. And he's got this old petrol station and you pull up outside the pump of your choice. That must have been about the last multi-petrol place around, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, I, I've never seen a place quite like that. It's always different. I'll bet they probably see all the different brands. In the same tank? <laughs> Look that, you get a cross-section, you see all the pipes going in one And these places that have standard and super, they probably will come in the one tank that you find. Yeah, standard tank at that. It was a funny place that that's, um, I know I, I took a, an old motorcycle battery I found down there to get charged. It cost me seven and six to get it charged. <laughs> it's still flat. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a funny old garage. Buy some Neptune petrol. Yeah, and you'd be blocking all the people going through that traffic light. And <laughs> oh, they, they were the original Caulfield traffic lights, I think. Were they? They look yeah, they look, they look like... They used to have stripes on them. No, yeah. They used to be painted black and yellow. Uh, yes, certainly things have changed, haven't they, in the street. Um, yeah. Well, what used to be on the other corner where the other petrol station is? Was that, was that always a modern petrol station? Yeah, or? that was that was always like that. Um, opposition. 
Yeah, the other one was quite interesting. The old McCormick. McCormick's auto service. Auto service. Henry probably used to go there. <laughs> he probably did. He probably knew McCormick well. Apparently he sold out because he the pressure was on him to sell, you know, the mm. McCormick's auto service. And, uh, companies didn't like their petrol being mixed up in the one tank. That's probably about it. Mm. Um, what other interesting areas were there? Uh, I don't think it's well. What are the interesting things? Um, the ice works in Glen Huntley, they're quite good. You look through the window. Absolutely, you used to walk by there and I'd get wet. <laughs> He looked through a door and this big motor thing all frozen up with ice on it. <laughs> they didn't close down that long ago, did it? Is it still, I think it's still going. In the summer you can still buy ice there, I think. Can you? I think it last year we went around there. You look in the window yeah. and they've got these pictures of this old guy standing next to a COR pump. Tor. <laughs> you have a look at it next time you go. Oh, will. Oh, will. And it's got these completely ancient pictures. I don't know what they've got to do with anything. <laughs> they've probably just found them somewhere. It must be the place that owns the place. Mm. You know, but, that's, that's a sight to see that one. It should be classified by the National Trust. And remember when... <laughs> hmm? Remember the post office that used to be where, where next door to Coldicott's on the opposite side of the road to where it is now? Coldicott's? Remember where the post office used to be before it yeah. moved down to and Coldicott's used to be next door to that. Who's Coldicott's? Oh, the news agent on this side of the line. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not Coldicott's anymore, so I can say that. Do you remember the bloke that used to be in the post office? Just one bloke in there who had a rather unfortunate speech impediment. I, I, I had never saw him, but I have heard about him through other sources. <laughs> Apparently he's quite a joke. I still want to laugh. It did seem silly to me to move the post office down the road, yeah. out of the city, into an old house. Into an old house that you could have to walk miles to get there, too. Mm. Ridiculous. Oh, well, I suppose town planning committees. Oh, it is a dump, Glen Huntley, isn't it? <laughs> you want to survive. And you've got places like that certain stationery shop, which has just opened up in the old... Men's uh, wear. Men's wear. <laughs> Jack Martin's. Yeah, Jack Martin's. <laughs> oh, I bought a shirt in there once, I think. And it used to have these ancient 1920 type writing signs with these sort of multiple pictures of people and things. I think I know why they went out of business. <laughs> you never used to, sort of opposition to Rollins. You never used to see anyone in either of the places. Mm. That's right. And now that you can always go and buy a filing cabinet from there. That's right, but never see anyone in there anyway. No, it's a big shop. That's right, yeah. Um, there's all these junk stores in there now that don't sell anything of, anything of any use. And you know that shoe thing, shoe thing underneath the station? That used to be a fruit shop, of course. Oh, yes, that's right. I've never been there. Yeah. Where do you, you live? Oh, I live underneath the station. Be quite good in there. You could put a bell, drill a hole through the floor, <laughs> put a bell there, just give tickets or something. It keeps running and going ding ding ding. So it closes the gate. And nothing comes. <laughs> ding 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 ding. 
Yeah, you know, funny those gates. He like turns a big wheel on the gates, start pushing cars out of the yeah. way and hitting. Click, click, clank, smash, you'll be. Then when you're on your bike, trying to get through before the cars do after they've reopened, <laughs> he stops opening them. That's <laughs> smashing the gates. Mm. I bet a lot of people hit those gates. Mm. Mm. What else did um, Did a very house place up the street from there. The what? A very house place. Very house. It's in the streets along the line. Obviously you don't know it. Street along the railway line. Very house. <laughs> <coughs> Obviously you don't the know it. No, it's up a bit further than that. Oh, there's a shoemaker there. No, it's... I remember an old bootmaker there. Oh, with that funny old door. Yeah. With the round window. What was his name? Oh, I don't know. And there used to be these... You always get your foot measured when you go and buy a boot. <laughs> and you'd fix a boot up in there and then... It cost a fortune. It'd take 20 years to get it back. That was the old bike shop there, too. With a funny oh. old man in it. Bike shop? No, there was a funny old man in the bike shop. And not knocking that street though. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't well, know. There's now a laundromat there. I can't remember what it used to be there. A laundromat. Coin laundering. Oh, that's been there for ages. Um. Mm. Oh, well. Uh, the house place. Oh, you mean the, um. The pig farm? Pig farm? Oh, that's a long there, isn't it? Pig. Oh, no, the other direction. In that same street, but continue on the other side of Glen Huntley Road across. Oh, F.J. Hancock! Broken down on stuff. And Tomlinson and Sam's movers. It's <laughs> funny old house. Broken down. Wreck of house. I don't know whether anyone lives in there. <laughs> but I care about the, the pig farm, too. Do you ever listen to that? No, you don't suppose you'll know. What's that? Do they have a special, uh... Oh, not, not to worry. Yeah, Polly's homemade cakes and, um... And Gilmore's. Shoes. Yeah. And, and Milady's trinkets next door, whatever it used to be called. Oh, what a dump. Then you came to the bike shop. Yeah. Which is now a, a junk shop. With are selling mantle radios for about 30 bucks. <laughs> A rip off. And then you came to wrong. To who? Wrong. Oh yeah, that's to right. Wrong. Yeah. Where he sells. Well, he's got about the same rip off. And then, then you came to the pet shop. Oh yes. I can't remember what came after there. But you look on the other side, and there used to be Cook and Son Florist, with this great big old skylight so they used to try and fit twenty people on at once. And this woman would come out and tell you off. What was that? Our scales? Mm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and of course that was right next door to Big Mac's hamburger. Big Mac's hamburger with the funny hamburger signs inside, always not in 30 style ads. It's really interesting in there. Except you don't like to go in there. No. Undesirable you, people. You might be beat. Mm. They've got a jukebox in there and uh, all these funny game machines and all what, covered what, in grease. What's the Seaberg jukebox with all bass and notes? Seaberg. 10,000 Greatest Hits, 
53. So select the Matic, so you press A, A3 or something. The thing comes out and goes, work, and plays sideways. I saw a jukebox which played upside down once. <laughs> to play the flip side of the record, it didn't actually turn it over, it played it upside down. That means it had to force the stylus onto the record. I think they do have a very heavy playing rate, <laughs> so that when the, when the, the greasies hit the, kick the thing, it doesn't jump. One of them would be a stir to have, wouldn't it? Especially if you get it complete with 1958 records, you know. <coughs> you can use that for access. As all place access. <laughs> <to the house>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I heard one of them once. It was so bass, it was unintelligible. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. It sounded like they put electrolytic across the cartridge or something. <laughs> and uh, well, it did. I suppose there's probably the, the control base, more base. <laughs> you can't even hear the records. You can become used to it after a while, it doesn't take too long. It just sounds ridiculous. It's one of the bass doesn't rock the things of the stars that <laughs> jump 20 miles And you always wonder where the speakers are if they're sticking out of those fancy horns. But it's usually just a three inch speaker down the bottom somewhere. It's no, nothing to do with the funny horns and coloured. And you can never find the volume control. Or if you do, it's always taped up with sticky tape. Well, people usually find the volume, sometimes find the volume control. <laughs> stuck around the back preset pot. And so they turn it up louder and louder, and then the proprietor comes along and turns it down, so then they turn it back up again. Get turned down, it's, it's normal volume in about so loud you can hardly hear it. Imagine putting money into here at Jukebox. It's probably going out of phase now that everyone's got a little... Yeah. Remember those restaurants in the city? With those... Individual Jukeboxes. <laughs> those, those, like, little book, booklet things with all the, the latest songs of 1923. And you hit the buttons and the whirs and clicks and... That one down in Elstonwick's got that. Which, which place? There's one down there that's got those. Oh, yeah. I don't know where the jukebox is. I wonder where, what sort of thing it is. I think it's up in the roof somewhere. <laughs> There's all those, those greasy speakers up in the roof. Seaberg Automatic. Seaberg. Stan Seaberg. <laughs> you might even hear that tonight. Oh, yeah, that's just a point. I wonder if there's any opposition on. I'll have a listen. Of course, the branch might have gone around to shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. because uh, shut up, shut up, on. shut up. Because of, oh, mm -hmm. because you know he suddenly wasn't there. Yeah, I think this often happens if they've because uh, um, they won't say anything really particularly interesting here. Not that we are, but at least it's just some neutral content. There's yeah, some some. I don't know, some amusement values. Interesting to think of these old things. Seaberg. Seaberg, automatic. Boom, 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 boom. Of course, you go, you go and visit all these places with the same record, and half of them be too fast, and other half of be too slow. <laughs> Usually they're <clears throat> three times too slow, <laughs> so you get more and more bass. Boom. Oh, I'm I wonder what they... I suppose they're not very nice to records. No, probably not. I'm not trying to pick up. They've got probably a magnetic... one of those old magnetic things. And, <laughs> and it's good to watch them. You look through the dome and you see this, this hand come and pick the record out and put it on the table and the thing goes, whirr, click, and you hear, boom, 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 and you hear Elvis Presley. <laughs> then it turns off halfway through the record and <laughs> goes back in again. 
You can, you can put a little sandmont in the water and see what happens. Probably nothing. It'd probably just keep playing, but it'd be interesting to see what it sounds like underwater. Yeah. It wouldn't go grub, grub, grub. <laughs> I've put a speaker underwater. It's what happens, it plays until the, the cone gets soggy and it gets out of alignment and just, just sticks. Yeah, yeah. I put an earphone underwater too. What else was interesting underwater? Telephone. <laughs> Oh, our friend hasn't been doing it lately. He must have grown up. Oh, is there anyone on Channel One? Oh, I'll have a look. If there is, we might uh, call them. Actually, you know what the time is? Quarter to four. God's truth! It's incredible. It's better here. Righto. I know that the team's coming from, from Grand Huntley Road. How do you know that? Because who else will be re-listening this time of the evening? Not all the things have been coming from here, only a couple of them. Like that last one? The last one did, yeah. <laughs> that and one didn't. It didn't? No. <laughs> that one came from somewhere else. <clears throat> well, what? not to worry. Yeah, well, that's just very interesting about the... Um, what do you... Oh, see if why the F's on. Um, oh, on Channel One. Ooh, hey, don't. Now you don't. The back off. I'll do a listen. A, a bill listen. You are listening to a broadcast from VK3ASC in South Caulfield, working VK3s at a, uh, BK in South Caulfield. No, nobody there. Imagine the guy rushing there, looking at the clock, Mummy's gone and tucked him into bed because he 
Hello. What do you give a thing to this? Yep. But I was ready, and I picked it up, and it was dial tone, so... I wonder if he looked... No, he wouldn't have done his money. Yes, he would have, if he had a heart. No, I want to know. Try again, fella. <clears throat> We know you put a lot of energy into that one. It's really hard dialing these dolls. <laughs> we get a push button one with memory. Yeah. So we just have to press a button and it dials up the number for it. That means two things and hangs up automatically. Well, fella, if you want to try it again, I'm here. Speak to me. Oh, I'll go and jump the light. If you want to talk to me, I'll talk to you. Can you hear ding ding? He goes. Quinn Huntley with ASE in Beck. <laughs> 